Welcome. This is Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. I'm Melanie Cole, and joining the show to discuss early and regular screenings for breast cancer is my guest, Dr. Tamuna Chabra. She's a breast radiologist with Evergreen Health. Dr. Chabra, what a pleasure to have you on. Tell us a little bit about breast cancer as far as incidence and mostly awareness. Are more women getting screened that you're seeing? Yes, there has been increased awareness of breast cancer as well as screening in recent years. Uh, screening is important because early detection, finding those small non-palpable cancers can improve patient outcomes and um, save lives. There have been multiple prospective randomized trials that have shown that screening and mammography can reduce mortality up to 40%. Wow. So tell us a little bit about mammograms. What are they like? There's a lot of women that are scared, so they don't know when they should start. There's a lot of confusion surrounding screening and even some controversy. Speak about mammograms just a little bit. Our current recommendation is to start screening mammograms in average risk women starting at age 40 and to screen every year after that. And this is based on guidelines from American College of Radiology as well as Society of Breast Imaging. Uh, now, uh, screening mammograms are, should be relatively fast. So they take about 15 minutes to perform. Um, they should not be painful, uh, although we do know that there is breast compression that's involved in order to acquire a mammogram. Um, and it's essentially to immobilize the breast. And it's similar to taking a photo. If you're taking a picture, if there is any movement, uh, the image comes out to be blurry and the detail is lost. So it is important for us to um, compress the breast and in order to acquire a good quality image. Um, another point with compression uh, is that uh, with proper compression, it actually takes a lower radiation dose to achieve proper exposure. So that's another, another beneficial element to the patient uh, when it comes to that. So you mentioned age 40. Are there any risk factors that would necessitate earlier mammograms, earlier screenings? What are the risk factors for breast cancer? And just, I mean, just every woman should have that mammogram starting at 40, but are there some who should start maybe at 35 or earlier? Uh, yes, that's a, a great uh, question. So there are certain women uh, that may have family history of breast cancer or may have some predisposition for breast cancer that um, may benefit from more what we call enhanced uh, type of screening regimens. And what that means is starting them early, as you mentioned, and also employing and bringing in a supplemental screening uh, tool such as screening MRI, which is more sensitive in finding breast cancers, especially in young women with dense breasts, as well as um, high-risk and high-risk population. Based on current uh, ACR guidelines, women that have lifetime of breast cancer greater than 20%, which is considered high-risk, Women that may have genetic predisposition to breast cancer, for example, BRCA gene mutation carriers, uh, and there are untested first-degree relatives to start screening mammography at the age of 30 and to start screening MRI between ages 25 and 29. So how can someone tell if they have an elevated risk? The risk is determined by what we call formal risk assessment. Uh, which uh, there are multiple um, models out there that take into account uh, patients' uh, 
family history, reproductive history, history of previous biopsies, whether it's benign or showing atypia, and a lifetime risk for breast cancer is generated for that patient. And that in turn will dictate what type of screening regimen may be appropriate for that patient and whether they may qualify for additional genetic testing. We do perform this uh, comprehensive or uh, formal risk assessment for patients at the breast center. Uh, referring providers can also perform that. And um, we're actually in the process of forming high-risk breast program at Evergreen, and we hope we'll be able to offer such service on a wider scale to a lot more patients. And this is with the understanding that it is important to find uh, the high-risk patients, this high-risk population especially, when they're young, start screening younger when is appropriate so we can find those cancers earlier and improve patient outcomes. So as far as the technology goes, we, you know, we've had these typical mammogram, but now we have 3D technology. Tell us a little bit about tomosynthesis and how is it different from conventional mammography? So the 2D mammograms are different from 3D mammograms in the sense that with the 2D conventional mammography, there's a single static image that's obtained per breast per view, as opposed to with 3D imaging, where we acquire multiple images, maybe up to 15 or so per view. And this allows us to scroll those images, which brings out a lot more detail. Uh, we are able to find smaller cancers, so this improves our sensitivity. And uh, also, we're able to appreciate things such as summation artifact or overlap of the tissue, and this reduces our false positive rates. And at Evergreen, we are 100% 3D, meaning that every single mammogram that's performed at Evergreen is done with tomosynthesis. What about women with dense breasts? Does 3D help with that to, to get a better picture? Yes, women with dense breasts, they probably benefit with tomosynthesis more so than women with, for example, with fatty breasts. So the sensitivity is increased. As we know, mammography is limited with um, patients with breast, uh, dense breasts. The sensitivity is not as high, and tomosynthesis certainly improves that. Do you need a referral for a mammogram, Dr. Chabra? No, we actually do not need a referral for a mammogram. We have plenty of patients that come as uh, self-referred patients, and since it's a screening uh, uh, exam, that can be done with a, a referral. Dr. Chabra, as we walk out of the room, we kind of turn around and look at the pictures and, and we see, but we don't really know what we're looking at. Tell us a little bit about what you're looking for. Tell us what you do. Uh, so as a breast imager, we read mammograms and uh, we the idea is to identify breast cancer, and we look for signs of breast cancer as we read through the mammograms. Uh, and uh, breast cancer can have different uh, appearance on a mammogram. It can present a mass, possibly calcification. So we look for any small signs of breast cancer. And if we do find it, then we require or advise patients to return for additional images, which may lead to additional mammograms or ultrasound, possibly subsequent uh, biopsy, which will lead to diagnosis of the breast cancer. Well, that leads me perfectly to our next question. So how long does it take to get those results? And women 
are worried about that letter or about that phone call saying we need you to come back in. Explain a little bit about how the screening and diagnostic mammograms are different and what we're expecting as far as time frames. So the screening mammograms, we read them, at least at Evergreen, we'll read them within several days. And then the letter is generated in more lay terms that is sent to the patient that communicates the findings. Uh, If there is a finding that we see on a screening mammogram that requires additional attention, a patient will likely receive a phone call and that may lead additional mammograms or possibly an ultrasound as well just to do some troubleshooting and figure out whether the finding that was seen on the initial screening mammogram is worthy of uh, biopsy or additional steps. Um, I would say that the majority of what we call these are called callbacks or the patients that are asked to return for additional findings will be benign or probably benign findings. Oftentimes, we'll tell them to return back to screening and return in a year, or sometimes we may consider um, short-term surveillance or have them come back in six months instead of a year to keep an eye on these probably benign findings. So the majority of them will be benign just to ease the anxiety a little bit of the listeners. So Dr. Chabra, as we wrap up, what would you like women to know about mammograms and not to be worried about them, that these are a great screening tool that can help detect breast cancer at its earliest stages. And what would you like them to know about scheduling one and just doing it? Because it's really not that big a deal. Yes, I definitely agree with that. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, the screening mammograms um, they we detect, especially detecting those small non-palpable cancers, can really make a difference in terms of the outcomes and um, and uh, saving lives. So it is important to uh, to obtain screening every year, and um, it should not be uh, cause anxiety or pain. Thank you so much, Dr. Chabra, for joining us today and discussing something that women have so many questions about. Thank you again. That wraps up this episode of Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. You can head on over to our website at evergreenhealth.com slash schedule a mammogram for more information and to schedule your mammogram at one of the many convenient locations. If you found this podcast informative, please share on your social media. Share with other women you know, because that way we all learn about mammograms and the importance of early detection from the experts at Evergreen Health. We learn together. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.